of stuff. Recipes, spells. You don't know what you've seen. But it can't hurt you if you don't believe. I suggest you leave that house before you do. You see him in the mirrors. Who? What happened to you? Who are you afraid of? Tell me who you're afraid of. The ghosts are here now. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Ciao. This week, we'll be discussing the forgotten classic. I don't know. Skeleton Key, starring Kate Hudson and others. John Hurt. John Hurt. Gina Rowland. Gina Rowland. And uh, Peter Sarsgaard, not no. to be confused with that. Yeah, the yeah. Sarsgaard. I'm like, he doesn't look like any of the Sarsgaard. He, he's he's it's, not a Sarsgaard. It's a he's a Sarsgaard. It's like yes. Baldwin. He's a Baldwin, but it's two L's or something. That's correct. <laughs> That's exactly right. Very sad. Uh, give us the 30 second synopsis of Skeleton Key. New Orleans by you. Hospice, thousand dollars a week to 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 toilet and uh, uh, wash down a withered old William Hurt, who looks like he's right out of Alien. Yes. Uh, except there's all voodoo, and so you just dive head in, and guess what? Boom! You believe now you're the end. Well, and it's not voodoo. It's hoodoo. It's hoodoo. That's you do. The the hoodoo <laughs> that you do. Yeah, I suppose that if we were uh, from that part of the country, when all this where all this nonsense is going on, we'd have a better understanding. This is our California interpretation. They're like voodoo's the religion. Hoodoo is the magic. Except that's voodoo, what they said. But voodoo has magic too. Are you a voodoo priestess that you know such things? I I will tell you this. I was having some problems with someone I worked with back back in the old days. So I went online. This was at the beginning when they first invented the Internet. And I ordered some uh, goofer dust from um, like Madame LaVey's or something in New Orleans and had it shipped directly to my work. Bath salts? You so the idea is you sprinkle this this dust and yeah. if someone walks over it then you're in control because this guy kept telling me and my friends to be quiet over because we were too loud in our our office. This is where I work for a defense contractor who shall remain nameless. And most of the time we we just sat around in my office drinking coffee, chit chatting, and this guy would come and stick his head over the cube or walk by with signs in a conference call. Can you please be quiet? So I ordered this goofer dust so he'd leave me alone because, you know, it was the only fun I had at this job. And so it arrived and I went to open it and it wouldn't sprinkle out. So I tore it open a little bit more and it exploded all over his office. I was like, oh, shit. So I ran and hid in my office and, and he came in. There was like this fine powder everywhere. I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. And he, he, I could hear him coming. So I went and hid in my cubicle. And uh, he got, I could hear him back. He went and got a housekeeping, got a vacuum. And within a week, he had moved to a different floor. 
Uh oh. So you tell me. You've got the deal with the devil. Do you dance with ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Pretty much. So this is your story. This is my personal um, Anne Rice kind of story here. It, it's it's very Lewis Cipher if you if you must know. It is very much so. Now, when did you even heard of this movie in years past? No, I I did not. I mean, like last year, like it came on and I was too lazy to turn it away situations. I'd never heard of this movie. I'm trying to think this. This is a very specific period of time for about five years after Almost Famous when Kate Hudson was kind of a celebrity. Right. You know, it kind of really puts it into a specific time frame. This is 2005. Um, I had actually seen this already. I had actually seen this. Shockingly enough, I don't think I saw it in the theaters. I think it was a flipping channel situation. Yeah, like mine. I was like, ooh, this looks creepy. Anything New Orleans. I'm obsessed with New Orleans, even though I've never bothered to actually go. But uh, You've never been to New Orleans? I know. That's shocking. I had a New Orleans-themed wedding. I, I, Madame LeVay uh, has my credit card information. You would think. Yeah. I, I, I went on the interview with the vampire Rice tour. <laughs> Only one? No. What's your problem? It's too I much kitty porny, if you ask me. It's always some little girl. <laughs> it's it's her. It's no, her it dad. Isn't. Yes. It's, you know what it is. She had a child. You've read one book. I've read a hundred books. So don't tell me. I, I know she is haunted by the death of a child. That that and so there's always some kind of weird. There is not. <laughs> there is baby vampire. So that's V C Andrews. No, so no, no. Of. The baby vampire. Do you remember? Um, God, the Tom Cruise thing. There's always a baby vampire. There was one in one story. <laughs> there was not. It's, it's a reoccurring thing. I have okay. painted it with a broad string. Clearly. Sweet Jesus. And oh. I never read any of that V.C. Andrews shit. That was your sister. And you, That's apparently. You. That's you. I know. I remember. Um, this is a bit of a sidetrack. We have paperbacks all through our house growing up. Right. So one day I was kind of like, whatever. And I kind of, I grabbed just a book off the shelf and it was a V.C. Andrews book. Uh Uh-oh. It wasn't, it wasn't like Flowers in the Attic. It was like some other book. Was there another book? I just assumed. There were multiple. That was just the first book of the series. Oh God. Is it all Uh, incest books? They're all incest. It was literally (laughs) like, so I'm like reading the the back, like uh, the, the jacket, just kind of like the little summary of what it was, uh, it was supposed to be about. And it was very early on, like in the first paragraph of the descriptions, like Sally had always noticed her uncle Drake looking at her ah! from across the room. And I'm just ah! like, what? <laughs> what? What is happening? I'm like, that's a little too, that is something serious. You got to warn me this is coming. You don't just slip right into the incest. Oh, trust me. If you're, most of the time, if you're reading V.C. Andrews, you know what's up. The, the you whammy know. for me was uh, grabbing a Judy Bloom book uh, called Wifey and thinking it was going to be like other Judy Bloom books. And it was not. Uh-oh. That was it took a dark of, turn. It was the adult Judy Bloom. I'm unfamiliar with the adult Judy Bloom. Oh, yeah. She, she, I'll leave it there. Wifey, you can Google that. I, I shall not. I promise you that. Okay, back to business. So we both basically had, you know, I remember seeing like commercials for it, like in the movie theater or whatever, you know, the trailers. Right. But I, I do believe... um 
because it, it, you think it's like kind of a like a ghost story kind of thing. Like what's going on? I mean, on? it what's... definitely has a good mood to it. It's like got that angel heart mood. It's got it does. It has. It's pushing a lot of the good buttons. Right. It's the mysterious. It's it's kind of the fish out of water because yeah. you got Kate Hudson, who's from Hoboken. Right. They make a point to say that. Who's like? A, I mean, she's a caregiver. Host- I mean, she was working she's a like... hospice uh, nurse. Who's right. not a nurse? Right, right. No, like literally, because she wanted to save money to go to college or something. It was kind of a, a plot point. That's why she was taking the right. job. She was jaded because at the the normal hospice places, they don't really care when the people die. They just throw their junk in the trash at the, at the after they die. It's very sad. I, I oh, I, just it's not that they don't care. I thought that was kind of weird because you can't like take to bed when that is your job you can't take to bed for a month <laughs> and quite frankly if the family's not pick, coming to pick up their their stuff what right. is the plan you're gonna go to right. your garage and become a hoarder that, that's basically what it is it's basically she was reading treasure island to some dude old man who just dies suddenly right. and they pack up all his stuff and they're like, well, he doesn't really have any family, and the family he does have isn't going to come get it. So just take that stuff out to the dumpster. So she goes back there, and there's like ten other boxes yeah. of of just so the, you know, the, the despair crap. shouldn't be with uh, the the hospice home. That the, the despair was should should be with the humankind and the disconnection of families. That's where the despair should come from. That's where, really, that's what should have been the issue. And, and then she stole like the keychain out of the guy's box. Well, that's what I figure. <laughs> that's, that's what I figure goes on. It be like rooting two. Now, like, here's another one. Let, let's start digging. So she did. She does a, a wide turn on that. Where it's like, I'm so sad that we're just throwing away stuff. Well, I'm just gonna take yeah. it. I'm gonna help myself. Then is there a wallet in I'm here? I'm gonna start going through all those boxes. What else is in there? You don't know. All I thought she was gonna jump into the dumpster. Funny, like, I I am uh, on this Facebook group where like things found in walls, but it, it is brought oh, no. out. So people are finding like buy a book at a thrift store and there's a hundred dollar bill uh, tucked in the pages there. Old people That's are cool. always tucking stuff away and then they forget about it. So we should go visit the hospice centers? Is that what you're suggesting? Start digging, rifling through the Start garbage? Start rifling yeah. through those books. Exactly. See, Treasure Island. It could have been full of treasure. It could have been. <laughs> so at this point, she sees an ad in the newspaper where it's like, come live at our, you know, plantation and take care of, the give hospice care to this old man who had just had recently had a stroke. We'll pay you a thousand bucks. A week. A, a week. And it's living. And it's living. So, but it's but it's out in the swamp, basically. It's a big old plantation out in the swamp. Oh my god! And and a kind of a certain degree uh, of uh, decomposition too. I mean, it's not right. completely falling apart. The inside's still nice, but the outside could use some work. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little now, bit. Now, while uh, you're watching this, because this is not our first time watching this. Did it occur to you that she is literally the worst nurse of all? She is the worst freaking nurse. She's just gone all the time. I I wrote that down. She is never taking care of him. She bathes him once a day. I guess he's sitting in dirty diapers. She's not feeding him. uh, I I don't see her doing anything but rifling through these people's house. 
Yeah, I wrote down a lot of free time. A lot of free time and like half a theft. If you hire a care yes. worker, do you expect her to just start digging through your attic? You know, I mean, that sounds, it's, I mean, besides the fact we know what's going to happen, it's almost like she deserves it. She's like a sneak thief. Well, she gives her Gina Rollins, like, is the, the wife, I guess, of this old man who uh, has had this stroke, right. who basically doesn't speak, and every now and again spazzes out and shrieks. And, um, but you're right. It's like she gives Kate Hudson a skeleton key. Why? Why does she need a skeleton key? She doesn't need to be able to open all 35 different rooms or the, and the attic or any place else. All she needs to be able to get into is the guy's room and her own room. Maybe that's what it is. You either have to carry around 35 keys or three keys or whatever, or you have the one that gets you into most of the places. Mo- Except for the secret door. In the but attic, apparently it unlocks constantly- that too. There was, it was just broken off or something. Well, I thought she was like, she was basically picking the lock at one but did point. You, she pulled out a broken ahead. piece of the key and she found the other piece of the broken key. And then she is that. Yeah. What and okay. then she ends up just using the, the key. Yes, she did something and then was able to use the key. And then she found the crazy voodoo. Room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and let's what be is straight, happening? As soon as I saw the voodoo room piece in the Middle East. You're you're out. Of I'm it. the. You're packing I'm your bags. I'm calling elder abuse hotline on my way out. Like what? I'm an hour outside of this hillbilly freak town. Now I'm calling whoever uh, to come and pick up that man. But you know, Doherty first out. Absolutely. That well, giant that's doll it's... with the with the the lips shown sewn up. Yes. Yes. Piece of, I'm not even telling you I'm leaving. You're just going to be seeing my bug disappear uh, down the bayou. You're going to leave poor John Hurt quivering in his wheelchair uh, out in the swamp. Once I get safely in, out of that place, I will call the elder abuse or whatever the hell it is. And, and say what? What will you say? I found a crazy old mannequin in the attic and I'm afraid. Is that what you're, you're right. doing? So, yeah, I'm just out. <laughs> At one point, she goes to the lawyer, Luke, or whatever, and says, hey, I think something's up over there. And he's like, well, tell me. What happened? I can't. What, what's going on? He's like, uh, uh, well, yeah. There's an old crazy mannequin yeah. in the attic. Uh-huh. And that frightened me. Uh, no, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole freak out. Now, here's my other question. I'm not an expert in hospice care, but you don't have to have any medical training at all to be like a caregiver. Well- I think if you're not prescribing medicine, then really all you're doing is is like a home health care nurse where you're just bathing them and feeding them. I think you have to have some kind of training to give out the medicine, but I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember like when Nana and D-Bob had uh, hospice care. Don't take this to, down a serious road. <laughs> Don't bring like real like I'm telling you reflections and anecdotes. I think nowadays it's probably an RN uh, who there's probably one RN on staff to supervise like dispensing, and uh, I'm just pulling the shit out of my ass. But I think it's mostly most of the time 
you know, they're just waiting to die. So you're just keeping them clean, keeping them comfortable, feeding them, whatever. If they have a, a DNR, then once they can't feed themselves, then that's that. Then you're just watching. What? Because Violet, Gina Rollins, is constantly, like, pouring some kind of, like, brew down his gullet. You know what I mean? Which, it's, it's like, what's in that? Oh, this and that. You know, a little bit of it. It's like, okay. It's like, I guess I'm not a nurse, so who knows? You could be giving him pure strychnine, and I'd never know the difference, And why would basically. you even question it? You know what I mean? <laughs> as long as the check's cash, is basically. One does not assume that normally that there's evil afoot. One does not, that this is true. Now, I wrote down, I thought it was kind of funny. When she goes to interview, she's wearing like a crazy tank top and shorts. I'm like, maybe dress up a Most of the time, these these home health care people are making like minimum wage. Yes. So you're not throwing on a a tuxedo for uh, a hobo job. Top hat and tails? You're not doing that? A monocle? I I would pay extra if someone would wear a monocle. Where are you going with that now? (laughs) Absolutely! It's only one eye that's kind of crazy. The other one's fine. Um, And so she's up there and she also discovers like the records. Now what inspired her to just grab a bunch of records? It had a weird name. You know what I mean? It had a weird name. Yeah. See, here's the problem. This is the problem with the movie. There's two things going on. The first watch... You're just kind of, it washes over you and it, it is exciting. Yes. The second watch, you're like, why'd they do that? That makes no goddamn sense. Why did you do this? Why'd you do that? Why'd you do, why would you try to ram an iron gate with a Volkswagen bug? That seems bad. <laughs> you're better off driving it into the swamp because you know what? Volkswagens float. Yeah. They, do they really? I ain't got. I ain't driving that into the swamp with crocodiles. And the crocs and the cradle and the silvers. I mean, you have better chances than driving. And quite frankly, the the motor's in the back. So it seems to me like she could probably crash that gate a couple more times before she gives up. Yeah, well, it's that thing where it's like, at some point, you just got to say, later, John Hurt. I think I'm going over the wall. And you can stick around. You know what I mean? There's only so much I'm willing to yeah, do. Yeah, you have to anyway. Peace. Yeah, well, what? <laughs> well, it's like we said. She's wandering through the attic, and frankly, I've been in a few attics, or, or you know, in my day, you know. And you're just kind of like, what makes this crap interesting and this crap not interesting? Right. You know what I mean? Why is she going? Who? What's the? Hmm. Records. I better grab a couple of these and take well, them with the other, me. The other thing, who the hell, who the what keeps all their gardening supplies in their attic? I'll tell you who. Nobody. No. And well, well, I think that was. They have yes. a gardening outbuilding. So for sure, I'd like to go up yes. nine. A uh, shed. shed. I would like to go up nine flights yes. of stairs to the hottest spot in, in in the swampy place. Yes. To keep my gardening seeds. Well, I think in retrospect, like she wanted Kate Hudson to go up there and start discovering all Absolutely. the voodoo stuff. That was part of her plan. Because like we what we learn over the course of the movie is it doesn't work on right. you if you don't believe it. And since she's a she's a Yankee, 
coming from up above, she doesn't automatically isn't automatically afraid of this stuff. So she has to start Correct. believing um, the stuff. So basically, it, the issue is is that the guy she's taking care of, John Hurt, who was basically just taking a nap and taking a bath during the course of this movie, he's like, "Whatever you need me to do, just cash a check." Give me some money. I will sit here and every now and again just point at me and I'll kind of I'm spaz like, out a little get, bit. This is the acting role I can get behind. I can do all... No, That's the one. None. I can emote None. like a son of a bitch. If I don't have to memorize Absolutely. anything, just bring me my Academy Award. I'm in. Then I'm Sir Lawrence Olivier. No lines. I can sit there and spaz out in the bathtub exactly. every now and again. Can't That's all you have to do. Hudson but sure. can keep slipping under the soapy water. <laughs> I thought about that too. Yes. I was like, good Lord, times. Good Lord. Well, she dropped the soap in the, in and, the time and then at one point. It reappears uh, back on the rack. Did yes. That? Yes. I didn't know. Because I kept waiting for her to reach into the, the soapy water, the uh-huh. murky depths. That's not the soap. Uh, apparently, so we all we, have our limits. Oh, God. I, I'm we all have our limits. So she. The, uh, elephant man. oh god so she finds she finds his dirty sheets with the words help me written in his in his sheets so now she's like "Hmm, something's wrong something else they try to make it seem like this potting toil but that stuff was pretty right yes something else else, brown yes (laughs) well maybe if she did a better job changing his diaper every now and again he wouldn't have been able to Maybe that's the note he was really saying. <laughs> Help me. Give me a better exactly. caregiver. For God's You're sake. You're the worst nurse <laughs> of all. Do. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so bad, I'm going to climb out the window and Can't try to commit suicide. That's from me. Yeah, she was misinterpreting. <laughs> uh, yes. So, yeah. So, basically, over the course of the movie, she's starting to figure out there's something going on with the husband and the wife basically that the wife is trying to do something so she thinks to the husband but really uh, the wife maybe, the wife is just yeah. kind of you know old person this is my house i don't really feel comfortable with people wandering around which is not unusual for old people i mean her suspicion just jumped really fast really high right she didn't catch the old woman right. doing anything it was a lot of like, because the old man is spazzing out and she's like, what are you afraid of? And he kind of points at her, points at Gina Rowland. That kind of, I guess. Yeah, he's had a brain trauma. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Who yeah. knows what he's pointing at? He doesn't he's pointing to the cats in the cradle. It could be. So <laughs> <laughs> she starts kind of buying into the voodoo because she's like, well, I don't believe this she went from I don't believe to now I'm a full on voodoo practitioner in the course of 30 seconds. Right. Yes. Well, she starts doing the stuff because it's like, I don't believe it, but because he believes it, maybe it'll have an effect is the idea right. initially. Um. But then eventually you're right. He, she starts, she's in it. By the end, she's in it. There's a whole scene right. at the end because there's a twist. There's a, there's a twist and a double twist. She figures out, um, she, she goes and talks to the sympathetic lawyer, which I thought this was kind of a funny scene where she's like looking at his desk and it's like law for beginners. Is what, it's like 
practicing law for yeah. dummies. These books like on his <laughs> just like, oh, this yeah, is kind of strange. Little, uh, it was super heavy handed. I want you to make yes. sure that you really, <laughs> you know what it was? It was four for dummies is what it was. It was very much so. So now she realizes the sympathetic, young sympathetic lawyer is somehow in on the right. And then, of course, there's just randomly uh, 10,000 candid shots of her. For what purpose? We don't know. We don't Nor know. Nor does it matter. Nor uh, does it forward the story. No. What, what's, I had this big question. So she discovers if you use brick right. dust, you can like sprinkle that on the ground and no one who means you any harm can cross the can't, line. Can't they right? just go get through the drywall you. then? It seems Sometimes. like they probably uh, found their way around that since they managed to chase her well, all the way up the stairs. Yes. If you have a shotgun, it doesn't yeah. stop the shotgun. So <laughs> it doesn't deflect bullets as far as I know. So later in the movie, she's like, oh, I found this spell uh, that I took from Gina Rowland's clenched fist. That's a lot of like, I need some chalk and I need some blood. And I kept thinking, why don't she use the brick dust? And then you don't have to cast exactly. a spell or anything. Right? <laughs> why do all this weird stuff? Oh, I got to draw this pentagram on the floor with the eyes facing in all directions. Ah, oh, sweet Jesus. So the grand reveal, spoiler, spoiler alert. Is and I was kind of I found it kind of interesting though. Is like, hundred years ago or however long ago it was the people who originally owned the place, their servants were basically. See, th people, this is the, right? the most interesting part uh, uh, of the, yes. the movie when you because at first I I thought it was one thing, and yes, then I, I was too. like, oh no. It's the yes. uh, it's the other thing. At first, I thought these were the kids, and they are practicing. The yes. Stuff. Oh no, no. That's no. what I thought too. So yes, in my mind, they, yes, th they tried to make the 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 servants out to be these great saintly persons, but in the end, they were not because they were had no problems no. sacrificing those children that they were caring for. Right. And then continuing to sacrifice just for their own furtherance. Because they made it seem like, oh, you know, they helped people in the community and they did this and they did that. No. They're dead. Yes. That, right. Well, yes. So you think, because 100 years ago, All right, you tell know, the, the story. servants... Okay, so the servants had, had basically, you know, had, like we thought they'd had a relationship. 30s, right. Right. Something like that. We thought that they had, like, had a relationship with the young, the two young children, the son and the daughter of the. Right, because the wife would have basically raised them like, like their yes. own children. Well, it was Papa yeah. Justify and Mama right. Cecile were the names of the, the two servants. So. One night at a wild party that the the plantation owners were throwing, they went in to find the kids and discovered there was some kind of ceremony was going on. They grab Papa Justify and Mama Cecile and lynch them, hang right. them from a tree. Right, because it looked like they're trying to do some voodoo with with the the kids, and uh, right. basically everybody was crazy with their drunkenness. Because this is not slave yes. time we're talking about. We're talking about the 1920s. No, These are not, no, no, no. Yeah, you know. Right. Not slaves. They're just, just servants, know, servants and a like bunch of crazy and... racists. Exactly. 
Um, so well, let me then, of course, and the premise that they found this out because the premise in the story is the guests are all drunk and they want to say goodnight to the children. No, don't go. F- and the kids are nowhere to be found. Midnight with a bunch of like fifty drunks <laughs> pouring into their bedroom. Get the hell out! That's of here. That's pretty standard. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Get out. You don't have to go home. Exactly. Just there was all like the Bob Trap family. So long, farewell, Davida Sena. Davida Um. So they kill they kill the servants, and then uh, the brother and sister stay and become the master of the plantation. Uh, live there until they sell sell the place to this other couple in 1962, right. and that couple is the current couple who run it. But what the reveal is, it, like the spell's called the sacrifice right. spell, basically. Essentially, it's meant to prolong your life, but really, what it does is you switch right. bodies. With the person. That's the reveal. So when those the servants were being um, strung up, it was really the children being strung up in the servants' right. bodies, essentially. They like were the I sacrifice. read somewhere this was supposed to be Papa Justify Mama Cecile's revenge because the, their bosses were assholes. So that this was their right. revenge by switching bodies because they weren't old when, when this happened. No. So this seems like it was all just a setup. It was. Well, it's basically like they were not, they were treated as servants. They were treated as servants, not as these kind of wizened uh, hoodoo practitioners, I guess. So why didn't you go somewhere else? I don't know. Hell knows. So, so they, (laughs) so basically what we're led to believe is that in 1962, they did it again. Right. Essentially. The young couple comes in. They switch places with the young couple who promptly have strokes and are they get, they get rid of them. So now they're doing it again. So what had happened is uh, old man Ben switched bodies with young Luke, who was the estate right. lawyer. And there's a re- the reveal was that because they needed to write a will to make sure that the next body they inhabit gets possession of... I, I hate plantation. to tell you this, but you, they have websites where you can write a will. In 2005, did they have yeah, a website? Well, what, 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 what's his name after the OJ? One of the OJ attorneys has been advertising that since then. Anthony no. Bailey? Shapiro. No. Robert Shapiro. <laughs> John Travolta and what are you Robert Shapiro about? have teamed up again. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Klaus von Bülow. Oh my god, out. I love Reversal of Fortune. I remember <laughs> watching uh, Will and Grace, and uh, what's her name? Megan. Uh, what? Megan Mullally. Goes. It was something like Sunny is Sunny awake. <laughs> Some von Bülow <laughs> reference, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Alan Dershowitz still practices law, by the way. Yeah. Good How did he get so tangled uh, up in the Trump thing? Bruh. Let's not right. even go there. So the the reveal is the old man that she was like giving hospice care to was really the young right. lawyer who's being drugged uh, to be kind of spazzy and unable it- to speak. So he was kind of help me. But in, the, in a way, he's also like, you need to help well, and us. Then- 
because you're the next other on the tipper list. Is the, the part I like the movie. There's no mirrors. Well, there's no mirrors, as it turns out, is because then you can see what people really look like, apparently. Is that what it was? I couldn't tell what so, the hell that was. So what I researched was, remember when she's asleep and she looks in her mirror and yes. she saw, sees like Mama Cecile leaving? Oh, it was, okay. It was, it was Gina Rollins, but when you look in the mirror, so right. when John Hurt looks in the mirror, he also sees his true self. Or maybe he's... And that caused him to freak out? Maybe he saw his current self. I don't know. But that was supposed to be... The, they, they were a little light on that one. Consistent. But, uh, yes. yeah, but that's part of the thing. It wasn't like I needed to keep all the mirrors up, up in the attic for the spell. It was like something like you could see the, who they really are. Right. And well, how do you go so... through generation after generation... <laughs> avoiding mirrors like a freaking vampire worse than a vampire because a vampire you just don't see anything with them you see a totally different person right mm-hmm. very sad mm-hmm. it's a sad situation so then at the end they're like oh we need to send these guys to the hospital presumably at the hospital the drug would wear off and old gina Rowland. i don't know if she doesn't matter she could say hey she stole my body okay the, I mean, I so know. we're talking about the end the so end, at the end, end, of, the end, end of the movie now. Yes. After Gina Rowland switches places with uh, Almost Famous. And yep. so now we have two people who appear to have strokes. Except what we notice is that if they don't keep getting the medication, it wears right. off. And then you're sending the right. friend along and we'll join you later. For some reason, in the back of my mind... I thought the first time they saw, that I saw this that there was an accident and the the ambulance exploded or something. I, I, I think I must have confused it with a different... Because that would have made <laughs> sense. Right. Because now, just because you have a stroke don't mean you're going to be dead. Well, they aren't real and strokes. they aren't real strokes. It's, and it's the keep medicating it's the them. So what's the plan? Because they don't inherit that if they're alive. And they're alive. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. She, she could leave the hospital in two weeks and be like, okay, you guys are evicted. We're not dead. And we're changing the, the will, yeah, by the way. Exactly. And what's the point of sending the friend along? Because the friend would be like, okay, I'm here. Where are you? <laughs> right. So yeah. they, so they, it, it falls apart. Literally, they should have had something where, where the ambulance driver loses control and then they're all killed. That would have made sense. All right, falls into a crocodile pit, and, and that's the, the end of the, the, the cradle. Thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Any other highlights you want to talk I about? I will just say there are some creepy things, like when she goes to the gas station and she fills up which I would have assumed was a historic or abandoned gas station, like the ones you see on the way to like Las Vegas. They're just out in the desert. Yeah. Who would have Needles. thought there was really gas in that? And she's like wandering around this stinky old rotten uh, gas yep. station, going back into the private quarters. There's bones hanging You don't down. do that. There's the... Oh, I have I have a uh, note about the bones. Papa Justify the, music, the and then like a dude who I've seen in a thousand movies, whose name I don't know, pops yes. in for a quick cameo. But that was creepy. I will tell you, 
New Orleans shit is scary when you're out there in the swamp. I don't know if it's too much Pirates of the Caribbean or the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland, but New Orleans Square is the best part of Disneyland. Well, and I would like to like put into the record that New Orleans is an urban city. It's not made up of swamps and and uh, plantations. You have to like leave the city to get to the once plantations again. Why you gotta like bring that? logic into my fantasy? <laughs> yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. I just love it. it Very I mean, good. The one thing about it's great. This movie I love New Orleans. Is it sets a mood, and that mood is creepy. It is. It is. And I, I, I like yeah. the twist. I like the twist. I thought the twist was a cool twist as well. Um, honestly, honestly, though, I watching it again, I didn't find it that no. scary. Because you realize it's like, oh, this old woman is the villain. You know, it's like Nurse Ratchet or somebody. It's like, I don't know if it's scary per se, but I think it was definitely eerie. eerie. And moody. I think they set a good mood. Yeah, so the mood was, was good. Um, well, it's like Rosemary's yeah, Baby. Day, Rosemary's Baby isn't right. scary, but it's creepy. There you go. It's it's a slight and, distinction. And it's kind of a it, it kind of has a little hook to it because, um, in Rosemary's Baby, there was that issue of does it only work if you believe in it? They right. brought that up. Well, well, seeing this movie, you don't really know what it's no. about going into it you have no idea it's called the skeleton key just because they, there's a big mansion with a skeleton key to open it's called skeleton key because and... they like the word skeleton and uh, the I, skeleton yeah. key really has nothing to do not much it's a scary what do they call it word? the hospice nurse how about that or the bad there hospice you go. Nurse. hoodoo hoodoo on your voodoo just, that's all you gotta call it <laughs> oh, exactly. Old man, Old the man John Hurt, cash and a paycheck. <laughs> John Hurt in his bathtub. I always call him William Hurt. So maybe all the Hurts are out what? there. And then in the next, they're in all the next by you are all the bald ones. <laughs> just, just, just like the Scars Guards and the Sars Guards. Warring oh, factions. Okay, so they are. They don't like each other. That's the word on the street. Um, okay, behind the scenes, All are you right, ready? Lay it on me. Oh wait, my only—I did write one what? thing because Please. I mentioned Rosemary's Baby—is that Gina Rollins was married to John Cassavetes. Boom! There you go. It all comes back together. Um, the gas station that Caroline visits has a wind chime. Yes, bones. Those bones are raccoon peanut. Nice. Ones. So, is it a fertility thing? <laughs> Or just a fun thing that people collect in, in the swamp. It's just a fun thing people do in the swamp. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sir John Hurt offered to perform the stunt of him falling and off the like, roof. And they're like, dude, no. They said, it is too dangerous. No can do. Even though he's in a wheelchair. It's like, even if he kind of cracks himself up a little bit, who cares? I mean, he's in bed the whole time. Whatever, <laughs> right? Good what for else? you, John Hurt. Um, there you go. The book that Caroline is reading in the sp- to the uh, hospice patient is Treasure Island. In that book, toward the beginning, Jim Hawkins is caring for the elderly Billy Bones after he had a stroke. I will tell you, that is a good book. I, 
I always there love Disney's Treasure Island, and the book is really good too. Billy Bones. Billy Bones. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's a there's kind of like if you listen to the things that young Luke says to Violet, there's a lot of clues as to what's really going on. At one point, he says, um, uh, Luke says to Violet, you know, you're the only one. I noticed for me. that this time. I was like, yes, because mm-hmm. she does seem very yeah. jealous. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Earlier in the film, Violet voices dismay that Caroline doesn't have a New Orleans accent. And you know, the reason why this is an issue is that presumably, after they switch bodies, she's going to have to affect Caroline's Hoboken accent for the rest of her life, I guess. Is that the idea? But let's think know. about That's... that. Afterwards... She still had Caroline's voice. So why wouldn't you have Caroline's accent? I don't know. That's deep. Well, I, it will, well that, the voice is determined by, obviously, your vocal cords and things like that. But your accent is determined by just your habits right. of speech. And she so, also wanted uh, someone who was black. Right. Well, she said that. She said, like, why couldn't I now get... Well, they, they said, basically, is that the African-American um, caregivers would suss out the hoodoo yeah. quick and quick. They were a little too wise. Right. So, like, they've, they've, they've gone through, like, right. five or something, they said. And she was the first one to stick around. So, good times. That's it. That's all I got. Not much. Yeah, Very I tried sad. to look for some, some gossipy stuff. Nothing about why... <laughs> John Hurt would want this role. How about uh, Rotten Tomato Award for uh, Almost Famous for the the Costner Award for acting? She was pure <sighs> shit. I was, I was talking to Becky about this, where I'm just kind of like, you look at her and you're kind of like, is she cute or is she just kind of homely? I think she's kind of. I think she's cute, uh, but um, she's she. No, I mean, Kate, if you're listening, yeah, no yeah. offense. No, no, I think she's attractive. But her acting is, is Kevin Costner quality. And I remember thinking, well, I thought get... she was a better actress. So maybe she's a better actress now. But back then, and she was fine and almost mm-hmm. famous. What do you mean now? What have you seen her yeah, in in the last 15 years? Case, Case in point. point. Very but sad. yeah, pure Kevin Costner bullshit. And the worst is when she's made that switch and now she's violent. The acting ratchets uh, down three levels it was truly one of the worst acting that i saw in this whole thing and everybody else was solid well and the the thing about all these kind of movies because this is kind of like a mystery thriller kind of thing rather than a straight horror movie per se you kind of have to feel like as an actor you need to kind of be put in force the fear the desperation the hopelessness and you really don't get a whole lot of that you don't get it. You know what I mean? And the fact that she's just digging through these people's houses before she realizes she's going up to get seeds and then s- spends the rest of the time like digging through it. It reminds me of the movie Dolls where the punk rockers show up and just start thrashing yep. the place uh, and they get theirs and she got hers. It was very disrespectful. Yep. Although I'm not saying that I wouldn't do the same thing because that's my curious nature. Very sad. Um, okay. Let's look at the cast. 
Kate Hudson evidently is still working. Sorry to besmirch your career. So you know her from Almost mm-hmm. Famous. How to lose How a guy, to lose in, a guy in ten days was cute. That's her. That's where uh, she needs to be. Not drama. Uh, Bride no. Wars. Fool's no. Gold. I don't you know, know don't shit. you? Is this Hallmark? <laughs> this is Hallmark. Uh, let's see. Peter Sarsgaard plays Luke, the young lawyer. You remember him cute. in Garden no. State? No. Kinsey? Jarhead? No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also still working. Like it's, it's basically like they're all still working, but they're not working anything yeah. you would have seen. Is the cold, cold hard reality? But you got to pay yeah, your bills too. I agree. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gina Rollins played Violet. You, you know, know what? Here's the fascinating in... thing about Gina Rollins. I have always Please. heard that name, so I I knew she she was an actress. But then when I look through her list, I have not seen anything she's ever done, and she was quite well, the th- beauty. Quite the beauty. Um. She was in the notebook. Do you, she do played you, the do old you version. Do you think I saw the notebook? No, I did. That's see because the in you the have theater, half a vagina. No, I just <laughs> half of one. Um, no, well, back back in the day before I was married, as a, as a young teacher, I hung uh, out with women yes. all the time. So, and I love going to the movies. So they're like, "Oh, we're gonna see the Notebook." I'm like, "Whatever." I'm sitting there watching this thing, and it was straight waterworks. Oh, Jesus. Why? If you haven't seen The Notebook, no. do not. Because it is the most depressing. All of that Nicholas Sparks no. stuff. It's basically like, here's this thing you love. Oh, they're dead. No. Pass. That's Pass. basically what it is. I didn't read any it's, of those it's... crappy books. I, I'm not watching that shit. No. Here's the formula. 90% of the movie is, here's this couple, they're so much in love, you're invested, you're invested, last 10 minutes, somebody, they can't be together, something happens, one of them dies, both of them die, somebody's got amnesia, somebody just fell off a plane, there's a shark attack, something happens, it means they <laughs> the cannot be together. The standing below the plane, waiting to snap you up as you came down in your parachute. <laughs> it's a horror story. I mean, the notebook, spoiler alert, the grand reveal is, she has Alzheimer's and doesn't remember love for life as, as like oh, an adult Jesus. now. Now, 50 years late, yeah. There's a big scene of James Garner playing the old uh, Ryan Gosling, just crying, crying. Oh, God. Along with everybody, I'm looking around going, why don't I just yeah. stab myself? Because everybody around me is just, oh, God. Anyway, so she's in the notebook. No. <laughs> she was in, number two on the list is the skeleton key. You also remember her from no. Hope Floats, evidently. No, with Hope Bullock. Sank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poop, poop folks as well, evidently. Uh, John Hurt, he played uh, Ben Devereaux, saying no line, just a lot of spasms. How much the they pay for that shit? <laughs> They're desperate for some draw name. They're like, we're going to put William Hurt and then the chick from Almost Famous. Yay. Okay, not, not William Hurt, <laughs> John Hurt. You remember him? He was in 1984, Alien. Yeah, man. More recently, he was in like the Harry Potter yep. movies. Hardest working Hardest. man in show business. I don't even know how old is he. Is he a hundred? Is he two hundred? Is he fifty? I don't know. He could be any. Any. He died in two thousand. Did he? So. I didn't know that. Yeah. Very sad. I think that's about it. Anybody else you want to know in the cast? Is there anybody? Oh yeah, about? who's the dude at the gas station? The dude in the gas station is Asak de Bagole. I uh, know I didn't pronounce I that correctly. He was uh, 
He was in Black Panther and he was in Casino Royale. Okay. I didn't see one of those. Good times. I know from TV. Hardest working man. Good times. So there you have. Oh, wait. We got to talk about the. Oh, yeah. You keep trying to cut out my ratings. All right. I am going to give it. Well, first. Uh First. Uh oh. Good. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 38% rotten. Wow. Very sad. It's creaky and formulaic script. More mumbo jumbo than hoodoo. Very sad. I would say it, it's a good creepy movie. I would give it three and three quarters raccoon penile bones. <laughs> Out of how many? Out of five. Out of four? It's, it's almost a four. Try not to think logically. Just let it wash over you. Just just let it wash over you. Just like I'm going to give it a five out of seven John Hurt washing over himself in the bathtub naked. Oh, wow. Kate Hudson reaches yeah, for the th- Three out of three Kate Hudson, Hudson's rooting around. <laughs> uh, sweet Jesus. No, it's, it's inoffensive. It is creepy. Uh, it's entirely bloodless. So it's not gory or anything like that. Um, I thought the twist was pretty good. It's by no means like, oh, damn, rush out and see Skeleton Key. But it's fine. Yeah, it it's does fun. the job. It's you fun. Know? As long as, you know. You know Kate Hudson's in it, so it's not going to be an yeah. Academy Award There's nominee. No, like, uh, no Golden Globes, no Academy Awards. No. It is what it is. It's fine. It's fine. Not going to hurt not anybody. Not going to hurt anybody, but it's a fun. It's... It's Coronaville, you know, it's yes. raining outside, make some popcorn, get under the blankie, watch a little skeleton. I almost said skeleton crew, but, or skeleton key. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the Kate Hudson, Peter Sarsgaard. Just let it all wash in. I mean, the casting alone tells you it's about 2005. Yeah. Don't, that tells don't you let what's the logic get to you. Don't do it. So there you have it. Thank you very much. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at T podcast, TW die. Email us at the podcast that wouldn't die. At Gmail. We're on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. You're on social media. What the are you doing? Aaron on the Insta and uh, the Twitski. Shoot us an email. Do you have some suggestions? Uh, we're thinking about doing uh, all Italian vomity gore coming soon. Coming soon. Buckle, Buckle up. up. Eat light. You don't want a heavy cream That's sauce. That's what I'm saying. And it, nothing too. Rich no, you do not. We watch. What's no. his name? I keep calling him Anthony Fauci. Who's the director? Lucio Fulci. Lucio Fulci. If you haven't seen Zombie, yep. why don't you go check that out? It will check mess it out. you up. So there you have it. Thank you very much, and be well. Rock on. <laughs>